Well, welcome to the podcast with Giles Stevens. I'm here with a focus to help you learn with pleasure, live in abundance, and love without conditions. You know, I've been thinking about what really to call this podcast, and I'm still going through certain mental cycles to really try and put into a few words what I'm really trying to do and really how I'm trying to get into the depths of the wisdom that I've attained over the years from learning through life and learning from God and learning through other people, but also to be able to express that to you in a, in a very succinct and powerful way that you've got tools to put into your own life so that ultimately you can avoid some of the pitfalls of life. You can be prepared, be equipped to take on some of the challenges because really, you know, that's what the a father wants for every child is for them to not only build upon the foundation that the parent lays, but also to avoid a lot of the problems and that the parent went through. And it's not that we don't understand the need for a child to have its own experience. And it's not that we're oblivious to the fact that all of us are going to face pressure and challenges. But, but at the same time, it's good to learn from other people's experiences rather than from having to make the mistakes and learn the hard way. And uh, let me just say as well that I didn't mean that at all in a patronizing way. It's just that it's wisdom to learn from people who have, who are further down the track in certain areas. And certainly my life has been shaped and formed by that. So I just want to be faithful to pass on some of the things I've known, some of the things that have really, really helped me. So today I'm going to be speaking on this issue of how your identity, how your self-identity will determine your destiny. So after this little soundtrack, we'll get into that word and it's just going to be a joy to share some of these things with you. And I hope and pray you find it a blessing. Well, hi again, and today I want to share a few thoughts with you about how your identity will ultimately determine your destiny. And when I talk about identity, what I'm talking about is your self-identity, or the way that you see yourself determines where you end up in life. Now, if you see yourself as a prince, then ultimately you'll end up in a palace, okay? But many people, unfortunately, define themselves according to their present circumstances. Rather than defining yourself by the place you want to be at in the future. Okay, and so if you define yourself by your present circumstances, then you'll always stay where you are. Rather than be able to move yourself into that place that you really want to be. And so, so many people, they conclude that when I get to the palace, then I'll start acting like a prince, I'll start acting like a king. But the real secret is actually to start thinking that and acting that now. So if you want to reign in life, then you have to start speaking like royalty today, okay? Because if you just speak where you're at today and define yourself according to your surroundings, according to your circumstances, according to what you see right now, then you'll always stay at that level. Your attitude will keep you stuck in a rut. 
And so you need firstly to be able to change the way you see yourself. Proverbs 23 and 7 says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. Literally, it's showing us there that our thoughts will determine our experience, our reality. As a person thinks, as a person thinks in his heart, that inner picture of yourself, that will determine who you are. So there's great power in your thinking. Your thoughts determine your reality, your experience. Ultimately, everything else comes out of these thoughts that you have in your heart. And that is why you need to align your thoughts with where you want to be. Align your thoughts, not according to your circumstances, but according to the prophetic picture that you have for your life. And of course, I want you to define yourself according to what the Lord says about you, not according to what other people say about you. And you'll see that the scripture says that, for example, you are a fruitful vine. Uh, and that means that means you have abundant fruit, okay, that you're full of wine, you're full of sweetness, you're full of joy. That's the picture that you need now to start seeing yourself according to, aligned to, okay? But it all starts with your thoughts. And so really, you need to determine for yourself, what do you want for life, okay? What do you want for your life? Look within and determine that. Determine where you want to be. Go on, go on onto the inside of yourself. Stop looking outside and seeing where you are, but go onto the inside of yourself and look with closed eyes, so to speak, okay, as to where you want to be. So what we're saying is that you have to go onto the inside of yourself. You need to look with the eyes of the heart. In a sense, you need to get into that place where you're dreaming, uh, where, where, where your dream for your life is, where you desire to be, okay? And then having determined that, you align yourself with that picture, with those thoughts, okay? And so, again, I say to you, choose a high place. Think about a more, a broader place. If we're just talking about thoughts, then really there are no limits. The sky is the limit. You determine. Have that thought process. That's the first step, so to speak, because as you think in your heart, so you shall be, coming back to that ancient proverb, okay? So everything starts with that inward world. Now, in Scripture, we read about the shepherd boy David who started out in the fields of Bethlehem, and we see very early on that he has a really noble heart. We can see that in incidents like when a lion came to steal one of his sheep or a bear came to devour one of his lambs, he actually took on the lion and took on the bear single-handedly. Now, most shepherds, I would have thought, in the face of a lion or a bear, they would have run off. Or if they saw a lion take one lamb, they would think, well, at least I've got the others. But not so with David. He counted each one of his sheep as particularly precious. And so he went off after the lion who had grabbed the lamb and literally 
killed the lion, brought the lamb back. That's a real incredible care he was showing, protection he was showing for his sheep. He also, we read in scripture, had this incredible um, worship life. He, he would write poems and sing songs to the Lord and, and uh, worship the king of heaven. Hallelujah. And so all these things show the nobility in his heart, the way that he served humbly. Okay, the way he was a servant meant that he became this servant leader in the end, because leadership ultimately is through service. And so my point is this, that he had a noble heart. And so because he had that noble heart, that caused him to be elevated to the place of nobility. Put a different way, if you have the heart of a king, you'll be a king. If you think like a king, it will take you to the palace. So your inner world will determine your outer world. So again, let me ask you, let me say to you, if it's all about thinking, then each one of us can do that. All right? We're not saying how much money you've got in the bank. We're not saying which country you live in. We're not saying have you got you know, a degree or a high level of education. All we're talking about here is your thoughts. And your thoughts, the imaginations of your heart are limitless. So you have to determine somewhere within that imagination that you have where you want to be. Think it out. Think it through. You know, one of the hardest things in life to do is to think. And I think one of the, and I can see that in today's world, it seems that there are so many things that are stopping people from finding time to think. We just fill our minds with all sorts of information from dawn till dusk, and we don't create time to stop and think and to dream and to process. It's perhaps one of the hardest things that a human being has to do or should do is to think and specifically think about yourself, your future, what you want to do, what you want to be. Okay. So, and as I said, you need to think in line with the grace of God, not according to what you deserve, not according to what you think about yourself, not according to what you think you merit, but according to God's goodness. Because God wants to be good to you and Christ paid a price for you so that you could be this person that he dreams you of of being and that you dream yourself of being. He didn't save you to leave you stuck in that rut. He, his plan was to take you from being the tail to being the head, from being under circumstances to reigning over them, to living a life of victory. You know, the whole work of Christ was to take every curse that humanity was suffering under, place it upon himself through his goodness and grace on the cross of, on the cross at Calvary, and thus remove those, those shackles, those yokes, those burdens from us, and then through his resurrection, liberate to us justification and blessing. So we become just as if we'd never sinned. We become sons of God, and we begin to be like he is in this world with all the 
the the dignity and nobility and power that goes with that hallelujah so think in line with the grace of god it's because of god's goodness that we can reign in life and that's the position that he wants you to be in jesus is the king of kings that means he's the he if he is our king then we are kings that he is king of so we are called as romans 5 and 17 says to reign in life through the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness but reigning is the goal that god has for us so you need to think in line with grace okay if you're not reigning it's because you haven't thought correctly yet you haven't put into place what i'm teaching this morning or today whenever you're listening you need to understand that god's redemption his salvation package is to provide you the capacity to reign in every era of your life okay and that means obviously things like relationships and and finances and ministry and but also in terms of reigning over your your own emotions living in a place of freedom of no condemnation so that you can be a person of peace and a person of joy that's reigning over your this emotional turmoil that so many people go through all right so start believing in reigning as a king over every circumstance and situation i want you to think that i want you to see yourself in that place now having thought the second thing to do is to speak in line with the grace of god all right why because your words will take you places either up or down okay your words will take you places if your words belong at the top you'll get to the top why because your words become flesh what you say in the end comes to pass okay so don't speak of the things that you see but speak of the things that you want to see your word is prophetic your word is creative your word literally clothes your reality Jesus said in Mark 11 and 23 that the person who believes those things that he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Oh boy, that's a scripture to memorize. You will have whatever you say. Guard that tongue. Make sure it's speaking in line with the place you want to be at are you are you seeing this are you getting this you need to think it you need to imagine that place where you want to be at okay to live at and then you need to speak in line with that you have to start changing your declaration your confession the the your talk okay somebody once said you never get to the white house talking like a loser okay so you have to speak as if you were already there you need to start aligning like i said about david if you have the words of nobility then you will become nobility so to speak if you have the words of a king then you will become a king so you just as you can control your thoughts so you can control your tongue your words everybody can do this we're not talking about like i said education not talking about what language you speak not talking about whether you come from a 
uh, a stable family or a dysfunctional family or anything else. We're just talking about you, your thoughts and your words. You can today change the way you speak about yourself, change the way you speak about life. You can prophesy yourself into a better future. Hallelujah. Okay. And now the third step is this. You need to now act in line with that person that you want to be. So you think in line, you speak in line, and you act in line. Can you see that we're aligning everything with this picture of reigning that the Lord has for us? Okay. You've got to get rid of this dissonance in life. You have to align yourself with the thing that you want. It's your determination. God has said this is what's possible. All things are possible. Okay. He said this is what is available, that you can reign in life. But then it's up to us to determine what level we go to in that. There's no, in a sense, lack of supply on God's part. There's no lack of desire. He's done it all already 2,000 years ago. He's made an abundant life available to each one of us. Now, we determine what level of abundance, what level of reigning that we should have in life. That's up to us. And that's up to us, therefore, uh, aligning ourselves with what his promises are. This is why the scripture emphasizes so much about renewing our minds, okay? So that means you get rid of the old thinking, which is based on on your circumstances, upon the opinions of other people. So many people define themselves according to the opinions of other people, or they set their future dreams according to what a, a boss says or a parent says often parents project their own dreams onto their children okay and don't give space to the child to, to determine for himself but my point is this don't limit yourself to other people's words and their thoughts don't limit yourself to what your eyes are seeing now you need to look with spiritual eyes you need to renew your mind you need to break out of the box you need to dream. In a dream, literally, you, you seem to be limitless if you dream. I remember as a child dreaming I could fly. Now, of course, I can't fly in the natural, but in the dream I could. So in a dream, you break out of the chains of your normal capacity. That's what I need you to do to take you to the next level now. You may have been born into a very poor family, and so that you might... Be, you, you will have been conditioned at one level to think that that is your future, to think along the terms of poverty. But I'm asking you to now break out of that line of thinking. Don't let those things condition you. Close your eyes and don't dream of poverty, but dream of prosperity. You may have come from a house where it was constant fighting and bickering between your parents. Okay. And if you're not careful, that same thing will happen in your own life now when you get married. And then your children will suffer in that kind of very poisonous, contaminated environment. I want you to break out of that thinking. I want you to see yourself living in harmony. I want you to see your house with your children a place of real joy and peace. 
and laughter and song. That's what you need to first of all see or think in your heart. Then you speak along those lines. You see, if you if you don't want a house full of bickering, but just you want a place which is so sweet, a sweet atmosphere, then you need to start changing your own words now so that your own words aren't critical and bitter. Do you see what I'm saying? But actually, you start speaking sweetly now. And that means that you're literally creating the environment that you will have for your future marriage and family. You can even change that. Maybe you're in that kind of environment right now. But by thinking differently and speaking differently, the atmosphere in your house will change. So we think in line with the person that we dream of being, okay? We, we speak in line with that. And as I said, that's according to the, the picture that you can be, according to the goodness of God, the best that he has for you. And I tell you, God has wonderful things for you, all right? So lift up your eyes, as the scripture says. In other words, think higher, think bigger, think greater than where you are. You know, we, 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 we talk about how God is in the heavens. But what does that cause you to do? It means you lift up your eyes to the hills. You, if, if God is in the heavens, then that's how, that's how high you can go. That's how much he has for you. All right. So lift up your eyes. You know, when people are depressed and when they're down, what do they do? They look down. They look at their feet. God wants you to lift up your eyes and see yourself in a broader, bigger place. All right. And now the third thing is to act in line with this image or this picture that you have. Okay, so you must now align your actions with your words. And in a sense, your words, your tongue is the rudder of your life. So as you speak, you'll find that your actions follow it. All right. So we have to just, again, come into alignment. We talk the talk and we walk the walk. Now, you might, for example, be in an environment right now where, you know, it's, it, you're, you're struggling to pay the bills, you're living in a very poor part of town, etc. And so you're hearing what I'm saying. You're saying, well, well so now, Giles, do I, do I start walking around like a, a, a prince or a king in this environment? Isn't that being untrue to myself? Isn't that being hypocritical? Well, I say to you, absolutely not. No really you are being completely true to yourself you're not being hypocritical because you have been made a king on the inside that's the work of grace okay but now you need to let it come out of you in your words and in your actions kings don't act like let's say you know slaves or poor people they don't they treat people with great respect they know that their words have power okay they, they, they carry themselves in a different way. So the real you is royal because God has made you a king through Jesus Christ. You know, I heard somebody once say, fake it until you make it. And I kind of like that. You, you, you put on Christ. You put on this royalty. Okay. You have to walk yourself in it until you just become really comfortable all right, and may take a time to change your words and change your actions, but that's exactly what I want you to do. And in fact, you need to align yourself 
with all that you really want. And sometimes that even means that you should not just talk differently, but even when I talk about acting differently, you might need to dress differently. Some people are held back in their identity and the way they see themselves literally because physically they're always dressing down. And because you dress down, you undervalue yourself. You know, if I came in wearing, wearing a suit the other day from a TV interview that I'd just done, and my son said to me, wow, dad, you look like a billionaire businessman, you know, but it's incredible. Actually, I know we live in a day where everybody's so casual, but often, and especially in a day when a lot of people are working at home, if you just sit there in flip-flops and shorts, you won't really think and act like a, a, a billionaire. You'll just think as, you know, a kind of, I don't know, just just down that this is, you know, oh, let's just try and get the bills paid. Rather than, I've got a mission in this world to do something great during my time, to involve multitudes of people, to provide a product or a service or a ministry that's going to bless multitudes. And you might well need to dress up for that because that will get you in the right mindset. And I've often said in the past, you know, if you're going through a financial crisis, the best thing you can do is just go and buy a new shirt because that will immediately make you walk taller and talk higher. You're following what I'm saying. So align or get things into your life that align with this new identity, the person that you want to be, the person you dream of being. Change your words, whether they be written or spoken. Everything you write should have that sense of this is thought through, this is intelligent, this has power. Try and get power into your words in just a few words. Try them, literally make them drip with wisdom, all right? Secondly, your possessions. Even things, honestly, things like the where you live, the car you drive, the clothes you wear, it might help you align yourself with the person that you know you're called to be. Do it, even at an expense. Make those purchases, all right? And then, of course, your habits, both physical and spiritual. You want to live a long, healthy life. You might need to just change those habits. See yourself as that person. You want to be an anointed minister here on earth. Then how do anointed ministers walk? What do they do? How do they put on that person today, okay, and you can be sure that everything around you will change so that you become that person or you be that person in your tomorrow. Can you see that both your thinking, your speaking, and your acting, all something that you can do no matter your circumstances, no matter your situation. As I said at the beginning, your identity, your self, the way you see yourself will determine your destiny. So put those things in place. Think it, speak it, act it. And I can guarantee you that you're going to move into those new levels that you've always dreamed of being. Well, thanks very much for being with me today. I trust you enjoyed that podcast. And I'm going to be continuing along this line, really ministering and sharing these thoughts that I hope will help you grow bigger on the inside. I like to say that the miracle through you can never be bigger than the miracle in you. So we are working on the inside. The Lord works with his minister in order to produce a ministry. He works in our being in order to influence our doing. 
And so that's the focus of these podcasts. If you've liked it, if you've enjoyed it, if you have any questions or any comments, please do get in touch with me. Send me a DM, send me an email and contact me through various social platforms that I have. Okay, so until next week, God bless you. Looking forward to being with you again.